I don't know about you, but I love the Gospel of John. It's perhaps my favorite of the four Gospels. To me, it's a very moving Gospel filled with uh, a lot of emotion. And for me, it's the most theological Gospel. But if we look to it, we can find hope and peace in God's house. This Gospel speaks the most poetically to me. Now this opens with a familiar prologue. We hear it every Christmas, usually. You know, the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and light was in the world, and darkness could not overtake it. But it's followed by this invitation that we just heard about of the disciples. Following John's confession of Jesus as the Lamb of God, the first words that Jesus speaks in the Gospel of John are a question, not only to the first followers, but to everyone who reads and hears it. What are you looking for? This question will be responded to throughout the Gospel as Jesus is revealed to all of us as the one who we are looking for. Jesus' invitation and promise follow. Come and you will see. In John's Gospel, these words of invitation, come and the promise you will see, are spoken not only to the first followers there in this passage, but also to everyone who hears it, even us today. So keep that in mind as we continue to hear the Gospel week to week. So it begins with the, uh, in Galilee with the familiar invitation to Philip, follow me. There's a connecting link to the other disciples is the note about Philip who's from the city of Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. They're linking each other together. Philip in turn finds Nathaniel who confesses to him who Jesus is and links Jesus to re- representatives of the law and the prophets. We found him who Moses and the law and the prophets wrote. Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. The identity of Jesus not only fulfills the expectation of their scriptures, but also that he's the son of his earthly father, Joseph, from the city of Nazareth. The reference of Nazareth in the hill country brings forth Nathaniel's questioning response, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip seemingly dismisses Nathaniel's assessment of Nazareth's lack of importance with the invitation, we'll come and see. I mean, haven't we all at some point questioned what good can come from the backwoods of, insert your town name here, only to go and have our minds changed? What good can come from Warwick? Come and see. But the story continues with Jesus identifying Nathanael here as an Israelite with whom there is no deceit. Nathanael speaks the truth. The exchange between the two now takes place with Nathanael perplexed about Jesus' knowledge of him. Where did you get to know me? 
To which Jesus responds, I saw you under the fig tree before Philip called you. Now there's an interesting note because fig trees traditionally denote a place associated with rabbis. They would sit under them and study the Torah. Now we're not sure if Jesus meant to make that connection, but he does. We think that uh, as Nathaniel does, it really doesn't matter. What does matter is the confession of Nathaniel that follows, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. He identifies Jesus not only as a teacher, but the Son of God. The same confession of John. I myself have seen and testified. Nathaniel's confession continues as he identifies Jesus as the king of Israel. Jesus will be identified in the passion narrative as the king of the Jews by Pilate and the title placed over the cross. But Jesus returns to this fig tree identity and disarms any thought about his recognition of Nathaniel under the tree with a promise that even greater things will be revealed. Do you believe because I told you I saw you under the fig tree? You will see greater things than these. These words of promise are only spoken in Nathaniel as denoted by the singular you, but are in our English. You can be plural. When I say you, I can refer to one person, or I say you, and it's all of you, all of us. That final verse brings to completion the invitation and promise of the first words of Jesus in the Gospel of John, as we noted earlier. Now the words in this verse are spoken to include you and all of us, all of the hearers and the readers of the Gospel. Very truly, I tell you, you will see the heavens open and the messengers of God ascending and descending to the Son of Man. This is the promise of the Gospel of John for all of us. The ascending and descending ladder recalls Jacob's dream and names the place as Bethel, the house of God. Remember I said at the beginning we can all find hope and peace in the house of God. Jesus is the place where God dwells. Jesus is the Son of Man who will be lifted up on the cross, and the cross is the new Bethel, where Christ completes the work of his Father. One of my favorite verses in the Gospel, it is finished. These opening verses of the Gospel of John lead us into the fulfilling promise of come and you will see throughout the Gospel of John and to Jesus' death and resurrection. The Eucharist is every week as an invitation, come and see. I'll leave you with this. In Jesus, the work and good news of the Gospel is finished. We are invited to come and see this weekly, I would say even daily, in the life and community of believers. One of my favorite Christian authors, and I know they're going to be doing a book study 
on Brennan Manning. But at a conference referred to Jesus' closest friend on earth, a disciple named John, identified as the, in the Gospels as the one who Jesus loved. Manning said, if John were to be asked, what is your primary identify, identity in life? He would not respond, I am a disciple or an apostle or an evangelist or an author of one of the Gospels. But rather, John would reply, I am the one who Jesus loves. And that, beca- that became a mantra of Brennan Manning. I am the one who Jesus loves. What would it mean if I asked myself, if I too came to the place where I saw my primary identity in life as the one who Jesus loves? We are called as the ones who Jesus loves to be in community, seeing the goodness of God's kingdom and bringing it to our neighbors. Jesus plus nothing equals everything. Amen.